This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Time to talk about NFL futures, and we'll begin with Make Miss Playoffs. And what better place to start than with the Minnesota Vikings pulling off the win with a quarterback who'd only been there for a couple of days, didn't even know his offensive linemen's names, but it's the Minnesota Vikings uh, who are now getting some attention and some traction to potentially make the playoffs. Joe, how do you want to play the Vikings and maybe even the NFC in general? Minnesota Vikings. All right. Um, do they have a chance at the division? You don't know the song. No. Sorry. Do they, do they have it? Are we sure? There's two back in the last I column. I am sure. They faced the Lions twice in the last three weeks of the season. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. just saying it's a super long shot. I'm just saying, is it done? Uh, I thought you said it was done. I'm at, they've also won four in a row. They have. So no, I, no, no. I, I, I didn't it, expect that to happen either. Right. I, I thought they I'm were. I'm just bringing it up for a second conversation. I, I did, but, but don't you think the conversation changes after a week or after a couple of weeks? And, yeah, we thought they were done. They also We also thought they were going to sell at the deadline, and then they kind of bought. Mm-hmm. And now they've won for Right, they did. Like, it's not, it's not yeah. worth having a conversation, like super long shot? I mean, yeah, they haven't faced I think so because they are. They obviously don't feel like they're dead, and they still think they can win the division. So it's certainly a conversation worth having. Maybe they do have a boost now at quarterback. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I'm not betting. I'm just – it's 8-1 to one for a division. And they're, what, two back in the loss column. New Orleans, Denver, Chicago are next. And then Vegas. Like, mm-hmm. it, there's a world where they have an eight-game winning streak, as crazy as that sounds. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. And it's going to be challenging down the stretch, And but the, they'll have their opportunity. The last three games, NFC North games, and two of them against Detroit, last game of the year at Detroit. Like, I, I wonder where that number goes. So. I mean, I think there there's a difference between, like, can they win the division? I mean, I, yeah, they're so mathematically in it, sure. Uh, you know, what is it? Sumer Sports has it at less than a 10% chance the Vikings win the division. So, I mean, if there's value there and in, in betting into that, okay, fine. But in terms of making the playoffs, you know, to me, that's very different because as, as we mentioned before, the NFC is terrible. Those three wildcard spots may very well feature teams that we don't think highly of, or at least two teams and then the second place contender in the NFC East. So as far yeah. as that's concerned, 
I am a lot more bullish about the Vikings now than I have ever been. Not so much to win the division, Mm -hmm. but just to make the playoffs. I think the fact that we're seeing plus money right now, that is beyond intriguing to me. Is that because of the Atlanta game or is it more than that? If they lose that game, are we having this conversation? Maybe. Maybe so. Like, in large part because, okay, so maybe it's best, like, when we're talking about wild card. And, you know, because I think the division is is a real long shot, I I would like to focus less on that and more who else are they contending with to get a wild card spot. So let me know if if there's a team missing here uh, in terms of the real contenders. So second place team in the NFC East is getting in, right? So we can say that and we're done. So two spots left. Uh, Seattle probably gets one. And so then if we have one remaining, then the Vikings have to beat out Washington, second place team in the NFC South, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, and the Rams. Right. Is there anything else that stands out to you guys? Yeah, which team? So it would be Washington, second place in the NFC South, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, and the Rams. I think those are the only teams that can really get this spot. Yeah, I'd agree with that. So you're worried about Washington, Atlanta. I I don't think anybody's worried about Tampa, Green Bay, right? What about the Rams? Long shots. That's fair. Yeah. In terms of those that could make it, I would include in that bucket. Like the Giants, they're done. The Cardinals, they're done despite Kyler Murray potentially coming back. Like in terms of those I would even entertain, I would say it comes down to say five teams. And three of those, if you want to dismiss them, I will certainly not push back on that. So then it comes down to, okay, Vikings, Washington, second place team in the NFC South. I think the Vikings are the best team. Like, even though the strength of schedule may be a little bit tougher uh, for the Vikings than, say, Atlanta or New Orleans, I think the Vikings have the best team right now. Okay. Uh, Washington is is the challenger that first comes to mind. So then you think matchup-wise, how many great quarterbacks are they going to face that are just going to light up that secondary that are flat-out yeah. flat out bad matchups for them? So it's Geno this week. They're a big underdog. Could they go to Seattle and win? Yes, they could. They could. Then it's the Giants. I guess it's going to be DeVito. It's, yesterday, Dayball says, you know, we don't know if Tyrod's going to come back this year. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. We know Daniel Jones is out for the year. So they're QB three, QB four, QB. I don't know what it's going to be. You know, so they get the Giants one more time. That's that's going to be a win for Washington. Uh, They still have to go. They still have Dallas twice, twice. So that's it's going to be tough. They have Miami. They have San Francisco to go. It's not going to be easy for Washington. There's a good enough fall off i mean i think that remember i mean they got rid of two of their best defensive players how long can this boost continue i'm just not Mm -hmm. a believer this season yeah no i mean i think they fall off we're saying around 500 that's going to get that last spot probably right nine and eight maybe completely um yeah and so minnesota i mean i brought up the division because i think the next four are all winnable if they go two and two in their next four, that's a disappointment. If they're sitting there at seven and six, so they should be they should be like eight and five, I would think, after the Vegas game. And then their last month is going to be challenging. It's Cincinnati, Detroit twice, and whatever Green Bay is at that point. So they should 
they should be right around that mark that gets you in. The other thing, too, yeah. when we're talking about these quarterbacks in general is that, okay, whatever you think of Josh Dobbs, like in terms of those all-encompassing metrics, yeah, he's top 10 in the league among qualifiers, but look who's worse. The Falcons duo's worse. Jordan Love is worse. I don't know if uh, Sam Howell is worse, but with all the sacks he's taking, certainly like it's a debate worth having. It's not like the quarterbacks who are vying for that last wild card spot are that much better than Dobbs. And that to mm -hmm. me is the important point in all of this is, okay, strength of schedule matters. It's average. NFC South contenders will have it easier, yes. But in terms of overall team strength, especially once Justin Jefferson comes back, absolutely the plus money on the Minnesota Vikings is a value play to me. So, yeah. I guess this is also a Falcons conversation. Like Falcons are done, right? I mean, I don't, I'm not making that statement. I'm saying in the minds of many, well, what we've seen after losing three of, they go two and oh, and now they're four and five. So lost five, seven. Um, it's an easy road, man. It's an easy road. I'm not, as much as I don't like Arthur Smith, I don't think anybody does. Questions at quarterback. Is it, is it over? Arizona, New Orleans, Jets, Bucks, Panthers, Colts, Bears, Saints. That's the challenger oh, right there, just because of the Atlanta schedule. It's tough. I mean, I think it's pretty I think it's just gonna be the Vikings. I'm not confident in the Commanders or the Falcons. Or any Falcons else and Vikings both down. plus money to make. They're both plus money to make. Isn't it gonna be one of them? <laughs> is it also part of the conversation that perhaps we overrate strength of schedule in general because i think when we're talking about a 17 game slate yes strength of schedule matters in terms of say looking at the players and things like that but when it comes to half a season maybe it's something that we focus too much on and yeah you're right like it is an easier schedule but the falcons should have beaten the vikings like, I think that's right. fair to say. Like, there was no reason why that game should have been close to begin with. And the Falcons lost outright. And for some reason, Arthur Smith isn't using players where a lot of draft capital was spent. And so it seems like they're backups to the backups to the backups. And maybe he was right about Taylor Heineke and why he shouldn't have been starting. But guess what? He's stuck with these guys now. And because they yeah. are both worse than what the Vikings have now where is the faith in all of this? Like, where are you supposed to believe that these things are going to work out? It was an inefficient offense to begin with. And now the playmakers aren't getting utilized for whatever reason. There are too many problems with the Falcons to where there's probably value in backing the dogs in any of these games, knowing full well, the Falcons may be favored. Sure. Sure. Uh, my point though is, Half the season, still a good amount of football left. There are zero scheduled losses when you break down that schedule. There are scheduled losses for the Vikings. I, I don't think anybody is going to say, okay, they're going to sweep Detroit now. They're going to – who are these other tough ones? Cincinnati, and that's at Cincinnati. As long as Burrow's healthy, that's going to be a tough one. Division matchups are always tough. It's like there aren't any scheduled losses for the Vikings where you're walking and saying they have no chance, but, but yes, they're, they're going to be a favorite in some games and they're going to lose some games. That's the team uh, that they are. So, but that's the challenger right there. 
That's it. If you want to say Washington, that's fine. But there are some tough spots for them. But it probably comes down to Atlanta. Oh, what a mess. <laughs> oh, boy. That's so much fun to, to look at that quagmire. How about we talk about the AFC now? And in the North, there are four really good football teams there. And there are many paths to where all four teams can make the playoffs. But... As mm-hmm. we've talked about before, there there are some real contenders with when it comes to the AFC wild card. Joe, where would you like to start there? So, are you guys surprised that you can still find the Bengals at plus three twenty for the division? I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Am I surprised? Uh, Mm -hmm. A little. A little. Only because... you know, they've got other tough games. Like, that's not an easy schedule for them down the stretch. And as I mentioned on the show yesterday, like, yeah, Joe Burrow's played well, but he's not playing, like, the best quarterback over the last couple of weeks. Like, I wonder if his play has to reach another level to beat the absolute cream of the crop consistently. Yeah. Next Thursday at Baltimore, is that when – I don't want to say decided, but I think we can say, even though they're in the playoff right now, Pittsburgh's not winning the division. I don't have Cleveland winning the division with that offense right now. Um, So we're left with these two teams. And if Baltimore wins next Thursday, sweeps the Bengals, it's probably over. Just because of the Ravens right now. How many losses are there for the Ravens this year? The rest of the way, not many. Mm And for Mm -hmm. the Bengals to surpass them, that's going to be really tough. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. The way the Ravens are playing right now and Lamar's looking like MVP that, you know, you would still get some good value on the Bengals. But I think they're closer to being even. Maybe I'm just baking in a lot of potential with the Bengals. um, But I could see the odds getting much shorter. Bengals it would be what a two and a half two. game lead for it'd be what a two and a half game yes. lead for Baltimore if they win that game like two and a half game lead with about six games to go that's really hard to overcome to me mm-hmm. and remember Cincinnati started the season with two division games so they are zero and two at the moment in the division it's gonna be tough yeah tight so that's why yeah that's why you're getting that number of three like at first mm-hmm. I was like really still all this steam behind the Bengals? you're getting better than three to one uh that's right you're getting better than three to one okay i get it <laughs> exactly yeah exactly right uh so when it comes to the rest of the division though uh certainly it's possible that we get you know the entire afc north in there but who else could crash the party certainly the buffalo bills are getting a lot of attention but aaron i think you and i agree that there is another team that could crash this AFC wild card party uh, that's not the Buffalo Bills and can sneak into that final spot. 
Yeah, I think there's value on the Texans at plus 250. Uh, You look at the standings and they're four and four. I looked at their upcoming schedule. So obviously it's going to be tough against the Bengals, right? But then they've got the Cardinals, Jags, Broncos, Jets, Titans, Browns, Titans, Colts. And I sort of correlated that with a no at plus 104 with the Bills. I mean, obviously the Dolphins are probably going to win that division. So I had to think, okay, who's going to drop out? Maybe it is the Bills and you could get plus money on both the Texans and the Bills. What what do you guys feel better about? The Texans slash Bills in or the Browns out? Because that's the team we're bouncing, right? Yeah, the Browns or is out, it the, I like, too. Or would it be or the Steelers? Steelers being bounced out? Could be could be both. Yeah? Yeah. Could be. I, I, I think Browns in, Steelers out, and then it's either the Bills, Bills-Dolphins, or the Texans. Texans at plus 250, way better value than the Steelers plus 130 to make the playoffs. So definitely, I think Houston is good here. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Charles Barkley joined the BetQL Network over the weekend. We'll hear which bets he hates the most and his favorite band. That's right here on the BetQL Network.